This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. Today is Passion Sunday. It's the home stretch of Lent. Easter Sunday is just around the corner, but Good Friday looms. And Good Friday is a day where the church observes pain. It observes the pain of the betrayal of our Lord and his passion on the cross. But what pain really means, and what pain means in light of love. Our Lord told us that no greater love does a man have than to lay down his life for his friends. Pain is something that is often invoked as an objection to the gospel, as an objection to our claims about our hope that we have. And here it is, as we head to Easter, that Easter is when we put those assumptions, those beliefs, that faith to the test, where we profess that we believe that Christ died on the cross but was resurrected on the third day. Today I have for you Fulton Sheen in a long-forgotten radio message talking about the meaning of pain. And he gives us the classic example of the two thieves who were there with our Lord on Calvary. The good thief and then, of course, the other thief, the unrepentant thief. And what pain means, what pain truly means, he actually defines pain and defines what sacrifice is compared to pain. And so when we talk about our Lord's passion, it may be a mistake to refer to it as pain other than the sensory, in the most strictest sensory definition of what pain is. Because pain is often a lot more than that. It's a remarkable short address from Fulton Sheen, only four minutes long, and I don't want to burden it with too much other stuff from him. This is a good reflection, I think, for us as we go into Easter. So let's turn to Fulton Sheen now, and I know many people don't like Fulton Sheen because of his role in the council in the days after the council of, you know, the sort of the crazy years after the council his homilies on pain and on the faith were not heterodox. So I invite you to take a listen with me here to Fulton Sheen discussing pain on this Passion Sunday. The second riddle of life is pain. That close coiling chain that strangles the heart. The burden that weighs on the wings that would soar. No perfect answer was ever given to this riddle until that day when there were silhouetted against the darkened sky the crosses of two thieves and the Savior in their midst. During his life he was accused of eating and drinking with sinners. Now they could accuse him of dying with them. At that moment was fulfilled in the thieves, the vision of the poet. Two men looked out from their prison bars. The one saw mud, the other stars. Just as there are two ways of looking at a rose, so there are two ways of looking at pain. One would say, isn't it depressing that roses have thorns? The other would say, isn't it consoling that thorns have roses? 
The thief on the left could see no purpose in pain because he had no one whom he loved and for whom he could offer his pain. The lesson is clear. Unspiritualized pain does not make a man better. It only makes him worse. Refusing to see it related to redemption, the thief on the left dies thinking only of himself and who would take him down from the cross in order that he might go on with the ugly business of thieving. To the thief on the right, however, the cross had some purpose, for he dimly understood that if it had not, our Lord would never have embraced it. Then, too, it was an occasion to do penance for his life of crime. While his brother thief was asking to be taken down from the cross, he was asking to be taken up. He sees a cross and adores a throne. He sees blood and perceives royal purple. He sees a condemned man and invokes a king with these words. Lord, remember me when thou shalt come into thy kingdom. Instantly there came back the answer, This day thou shalt be with me in paradise. The thief found his faith by hanging on a cross in pain. Pain then in itself is not unbearable. It is the failure to understand its meaning that is unbearable. It can be the death of the soul as it can be the life of it. Everything depends upon whether we link it up with him who having joy set before him endured the cross. The greatest tragedy of the world is wasted pain. Close indeed is the relationship between pain and sacrifice. Pain is sacrifice without love. Sacrifice is pain with love. This the thief on the right came to see as he died a thief. For he stole paradise and paradise may be stolen again. I think one of the remarkable things about that sermon is that we can associate or we can really identify with it. After all, how many of you express feelings of pain and sorrow when you hear especially nasty news in the church, that story from Austria where the bishop hung a pig's heart in, on display in a parish in a hospital, or how or of that story in Argentina, where the faithful had to go into a museum and take care of matters themselves when our Lord was being and Lady were being publicly insulted, and then the pain you feel when you find out that the bishop and the diocese there apologized to the artists who were doing the insulting of our Lord and Our Lady. How many of you have? understand 
you know, express pain and sorrow for the things going on in the church. I think Fulton Sheen here today really does nail it for us and what we need to remember. Because remember, it's just a week now until we get to Holy Week, where the where Lent culminates into the celebration of our Lord arriving in Jerusalem. And how quickly it was those who celebrate and professed him to be king turned on him. And how many of us do that ourselves? Where we praise his name on Sunday, and then we go and begin sinning again on Monday. And we misuse this sacrament of confession. Well, maybe not misuse, but we take for granted that sacrament. Relying so much on his mercy that we almost forget about his justice. Let us internalize some of that sorrow and some of that pain as we head towards Lent, or through the final days of Lent as we head to Easter, and make a firm resolution this day to finish Lent strong. It's not unusual for us to fall down a little bit during Lent on our Lenten sacrifices to ease up. Let us double down, get back to what we should be doing, get rid of the extraneous things in our lives, and finish this Lent strong. Let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.